Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Maths Lessons, a podcast all about married at first sight. My name's Omar Abid and today it's a very special episode again. Kelly and I talk to more of the cast, Adam, Taya and Bob. Now you might already know the E4 curse struck us as well. We had a few internet glitches, a few little sound issues. At least we put out the right episode. But we, uh, we maybe should have got Amy in to burn some sage, get rid of the negative energy. We hope you enjoy it. It doesn't affect any of Bob's poetry or singing. It's still very entertaining. So... Enjoy. So now we're going to welcome our next guest to the Math Lessons podcast. And I think I've got to say, probably the biggest success story of this series, an unbelievable romance, Adam and Taya. Hi guys, nice to meet you. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You are an officially engaged couple. How exciting. We are. Yeah, it's crazy. We've been waiting for a a long time to share the news. So it's, it's good that we can finally, finally tell everyone yeah. and talk about it yeah. it's been just you know hash hash so long now so can actually be a normal engaged couple how long have you been a, an official couple for now uh well over three months now i think yeah so we've been, yeah. it's been hard trying to like keep it from everyone everyone like everyone is detectives trying to work things yeah. out and so many people at the end us with things that like ways that they found out that we're together. We like sat there watching things together and it's it's been mad. But Well, I saw an article yesterday saying that they've been like going through my Facebook and they saw that I put on a um Facebook like, marketplace. Facebook marketplace the leather sofas. So it's like, oh my and they've <laughs> sold as well. So I'm like, how they found that I don't know, but yeah, people are crazy levels. Okay. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> so with um with keeping that news to yourself, like does that include close friends as well? You've No, we we, we told yeah. close family and friends and to be honest, I didn't expect it to stay a secret, so yeah. like big juice to everyone that didn't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. absolutely lovely. <clears throat> to watch the love unfold on the series it was so nice and I tell you one of my most favourite comments from the series was when you said yeah we're shagging like rabbits <laughs> I am so embarrassed <laughs> we're still still <laughs> like rabbits <laughs> oh my God. listeners can see your faces they look very happy is all I know <laughs> we have we've been very happy like things things happen so fast and we did that. I, I, I completely get where people are coming from like saying that we took things too quick because it's, it's not normal to fall in love that quick, but at the same time, it was just so natural for us. But I completely see where people were coming from saying that it's not real, it's moving too fast. But for us, it just it, felt yeah, so... It was natural to us and everything felt right. And, you know, why wait when things feel so natural and 
and good so and that is yeah. the point of the process like I found it for you guys because it was like you've come on this program to find love you found it and then people have gone is it though yeah yeah well, it's what it, sorry one of the things for me is um when people say do you not think you're moving too fast I, I think even Mel said that and I, in my head I'm like is that not the point of the show like yeah. we get married yeah like the first time we've seen each other that's surely what we're supposed to be doing yeah before we get to the point of you two meeting though because i de- there's definitely a, a specific thing i want to cover at the wedding <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh why did you both decide to go on the program because you're both young attractive people and it is that thing of like like i'm i'm nearly 40 and i think of myself at your age and i think like i was nowhere near ready to to settle down and that's been something that i think just generally about most of the contestants why for you specifically did you want to take this quite extreme approach um i've always always been like a relationship kind of person like I love being in love and I love being like sharing you know life with someone and I thought I was in a good place in my life I was ready to meet someone new um and I just thought this was the more kind of mature reality tv program kind of thing and I didn't think that I would necessarily meet my life partner I thought I would maybe meet someone that I'd really connect with but meeting Adam was just a complete whirlwind I think that's the only way to really describe it we're both very impulsive people as well like we just act on like quick emotions and we don't really think too much about things we just Mm. do things so um, when when the opportunity came up like for me I was just like 100% why not got nothing to lose exactly I've been ready to be like a family man for a long time. I think that's why I was single because I was waiting for the right person. I didn't want to just jump into any relationship. So for me, for me, I was I was ready to be in this situation. I I, mean, I have been for a long time, really. So it's just nice to finally be in that situation. Yeah, yeah. you were so ready. In fact, that you nearly married the bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, was... definitely. I've, I've been waiting to speak about this actually because it was definitely a setup, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I, I was stood at the altar. I'll like give you a bit of context. I was stood there for an hour and a half, stood at the altar, like waiting, and then you were walking to the altar with your bridesmaid. Yeah. And then you asked if you could walk together, and they were like, "No, yeah. we're going to let her go first. So yeah. I, I, I didn't know anything. So I'm stood at the altar. I hear someone walking down the aisle. I see all the cameramen like getting into position. So I'm thinking, right, this this must be it. So I turn around and then you can see as I turn around, it's, it's kind of different how it comes across. My dad tells me that's the bridesmaid. So I, in my head, I was going to, no matter what, say, wow, you look amazing. <laughs> no, no matter what it looks like. So as my dad said, that's the bridesmaid, I've gone, wow, wow, just came out. And then we sort of had a bit of a laugh and then we went, oh, nice to meet you and then sit down. But the way it comes across is a bit different. But like, I'm all for people having a laugh at it. It was, it was a good, so good moment. It's so funny, yeah, so funny. I love the moment where I, where your dad told me at the reception <laughs> yeah. as well. And then I've tapped you like, wait, did you nearly marry the bridesmaid? It's so funny. I actually thought I got away with it as well because I thought if I just turn around, don't say anything, don't make a big deal out of it, no one's going to really clock on. But then <laughs> I definitely did not get away with it. <laughs> Adam, what did you actually think then when you did see Taya? I, I think my face said everything. She was like the most beautiful person I'd ever seen. And, oh, um, like, um, like even thinking back to that moment when I turned around, I was just like, I remember just forgetting everything that was happening and just like, I, I was shouting across the Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, what I want to go to then is, um, is the honeymoon. I mean, this is gonna. This whole episode interview with you is just gonna be sickly for people, isn't it? No, <laughs> yeah, right. it's flesh. I love it. Carry on. <laughs> you went to Antigua. Is that right? If I remember. Yeah, nine days in Antigua. Yeah, that's oh. amazing. That that must. Yeah, have been. we were very very blessed. Yeah. yeah. Like, so was it just as you imagine, just like picture perfect romance going on? Like you can't kind of believe what's what's happening. Literally, we spent the whole nine days just like belly laughing, just having an unbelievable time. It was like unreal. And the thing is, what you see on camera is literally just the way our relationship is. Yeah. We, like we, all, all the ways since yeah. filming, but it's been exactly the same. Yeah, we're both very chilled out people as well. We don't really, you know, we if there, we do have a disagreement, we can just 
talk it out. Unless Bob's pissing me off. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 well don't worry, we'll come to that. <laughs> I can feel it talking to you now. There's just this incredible chemistry between you and it's lovely. One thing yeah. that I've been wanting to ask since day one, uh, we hear a lot on the programme that, Adam, you've never had a girlfriend. So does yeah. that mean, Taya, that you took his virginity? <laughs> Definitely did not take him. I did not lie at the lad's day. <laughs> I did not lie. I felt like a lot of you were lying on that lad's day. I know, I've, I, I've listened to it and I remember when you were saying that and basically me and Taya actually spoke about like our past yeah. on the honeymoon. So I had no skeletons in my closet. That's why I was more than happy to say, like, how many. And, <laughs> but I, I have had a girlfriend before, but I was, like, 18, 19, so I, I say that I've always said I've ne- never had an adult sort of relationship. Yeah. Like, I, I was still a kid then, really, so... Yeah. Um, and how did you find it with the other with the other couple? Well, that lads' day thing, for example, it all seemed like the lads got on, but I wonder... Um, it was not a question they would ask the women, is it, for, to get them to, to talk about that? Yeah, we, we got asked the question on, like, a little card. We all had cards and we, we were going around and asking them. Um, but I think you had... We were playing Never Have I Ever, but we were given, like, a card um, to say, you know, Never Have I Ever, blah, blah, you know what I mean. Um, but, yeah, so it they kind of were initiating it, in effect, with with the card. Well, with you with you saying about the uh, the bridesmaid, um, you confusing the bride for the bridesmaid being set up. Yeah. How do you feel about those things being engineered, like the questions about sexual partners, about never have I ever, the production trying to f- look for drama? For me, um, I think you can only ever represent yourself. Like, for me, I... They can't change what I've said. Yeah, like, I've always been true to myself. I, they can't edit what I've actually said. They can take little things and make them hooks and things like that. But yeah, I've I, I don't regret anything that I've said, and they, they can't edit me to look different to who I am really. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. And you both came across exceptionally well. You have uh, Taya. <laughs> it's all right. This isn't a question. It's just something I've been wanting to say to you. Um, yeah. As a woman who's had a miscarriage, thank you. Thank you so much. You don't know what you've done for other women in being so open and so honest and crying openly because it is so unbelievably sad but so unbelievably common. So it's just a thank you from me, Taya. How are you? Oh, Oh, thank you. Oh my God. I don't give a shit. (laughs) But yeah, thank you so much for saying that. That. It was a powerful moment. Yeah, it was because it, it wasn't easy for me to open up about things, but that's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to help other people to know that it's okay to talk about these things. So, um, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for so, saying I that. I just wanted to clarify for the listeners that we're not laughing at you, but your cat is on the screen. <laughs> yes, uh, he has got like, yeah, he is <laughs> something else. He wants to join in. <laughs> well, we we actually have some information from the Miscarriage Association, which we're going to put at the end of the end of the podcast, just because I think it, it's the, the, the beauty of this programme is people watch it for the drama, but then get sucked into these important yeah. issues in your story, a particularly powerful moment. So, yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. So, I appreciate that. But now we're going to get back to some uh, some cock jokes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them on. <laughs> and, uh, when you sat across each other from that table in Antigua, I was doing the live tweeting, and Adam, you said that, you, that you've fallen in love. And I paused the TV... And I was taking a photo and I was typing out, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, how, was there, was there a shred of doubt there of what, you know, because you know you're like, well, less than 10 days in. Like, Yeah, so um, we actually said it before that. So that, that was on the final, uh, that, that meal was on the final day of the honeymoon. So we've known each other 10 days by that point, mm. 24 hours a day. Yeah. By that point in, in modern day dating, you, that's probably like, six seven months of meeting yeah of modern day dating um but we actually said it after about four or five days it just felt natural it just kind yeah. of you know it came, just came, just came, came out. out and then like i said i'm falling for and you you said what did you say i was like i'm falling for and you were like i'm falling for you as well and then the next night on the honeymoon when um when she said what did you say were you tempted to change what you said <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like it was strange like yeah it was really strange like, i remember thinking 
Jesus, this is quick. <laughs> <laughs> so then when you when you get back and you move in and you're meeting all the other couples, again, I think I did a tweet of you just, um, you just seem like you were kicking back in those dinner parties because you've already, you know, you've, you've, you've already won. So all that drama is just fun to watch, isn't it? You, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can't really kick back at a dinner party, though. No. You don't know what's around the corner. Yeah. 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 But at least the, um, like, it was quite good that the drama wasn't, you know, towards our relationship. Yeah, exactly. Well, although I would say there were some suggestions that, you know, you were, you were glossing it up, making it seem like you, yeah. presenting a false image of how all we're perfect mm. i didn't particularly think was fair but that sort of caused a bit of a, a bit of an argument with yourselves and amy didn't it yeah it did because at that time it did come across you know we've spoken about it and it's um since and you know amy and um, us are fine with each other but at the time it did come across as like a dig yeah and especially when there's so much that goes on behind closed doors as well. It was just, it, it just didn't. Yeah, when, when she basically said that comment, I was like, "What? That was definitely a dig." And that the, that dinner party was so emotionally intense. Anyway, yeah. like everyone was just going at it. I think by that point we were so just drained and just yeah. like, it was alcohol mixed in. It was just ready to explode, and yeah. it did. And then um, everyone's fuses were short by that point, and we we heard that, and then. It was, in a way, kind of a attack to us at the time because we were like, well, that, who's that at? And yeah. then we were just like, we'd just had enough of yeah. just sitting in the background. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, well, let's, yeah. But I think mm. Amy was just jealous, wasn't she, really? Yeah, but I, like, I think Amy really does want a, yeah. a proper relationship and yeah. really wants to find the one. So um, you can't knock her for yeah. wanting that. And I, because I, I, I feel as if, if I was in, you know, if I wasn't in the position that Adam and I are in, I would find it quite difficult to see other couples that were really connecting and really bonding. Because I do genuinely think everyone came onto this programme because they did want to find their person. So I can't imagine it to be quite, you know, hard yeah. to see when people have found that and you haven't. Yeah, you can you can understand Megan running up to every couple as they come through the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, Adam, I've got a question yeah. for you about your parents, if that's all right. Yeah, they they've literally just left. They're just lush. They're lovely. And people <laughs> had put on Twitter that when he'd met them he just knew that they would have raised this exemplary son this lovely human and yeah. I, um, and I just wanted to know what you think they did right so I can copy <laughs> oh, I love that um, just being themselves like they're just un- like unbelievable people really yeah I don't, I, I don't know I can't they're just very caring yeah. nurturing people and they're, they're one. I feel as if they're just one of a kind. They're they're just so lovely, welcoming, and yeah, yeah. But your parents have been unbelievably welcoming to me as well, like all the way through. Not in the beginning, but she's come round to your mum, hasn't she? Yes, yeah. she absolutely adores Adam. It, it's not they've, they've never not been welcoming to me. Like the it's the process they didn't really agree with, but they've always been like unbelievable with me. I think that actually came across because a lot of the questions that your mum would ask were they're fair questions. I think it's just when you sat there in the garden, it's like uh, it's like dealing with a nice but very serious school teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mum is very much like, she won't gloss over no. anything. She will say it how it is. And she was just like, why are you doing this? Like, I know you want to meet someone, but this is just extreme. So It is uh, as well. Like, yeah. It, it is, it is like, an extreme yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. She's the voice of reason. Yeah, she is. Sometimes I need, because I am so impulsive, Sometimes I do need someone that's like, what are you doing, Claire? (laughs) (laughs) So um, I want to come back to that dinner party, though, especially the particularly heated one, when you said the the incident with Bob, because obviously it seems like a a lot of you all get on, and that was coming from a place of... Bob, what are you what are you fucking doing here? You know, yeah. I could I couldn't see him. Basically, Bob really, really wanted it to work with Megan. He really did. Like you, you can see it on camera, but it's exactly the same off camera. And he, he used to come to our uh, we apartment. couldn't get rid of Bob. <laughs> he was literally like with us <laughs> all the time. But uh, he used to get quite emotional about it. And and then it was when the the reason I got so 
annoyed was when he came back into the dinner party. I think we'd spoke about the day before off camera and he was like, yeah, that's it, I'm done. And then he came back into the dinner party that day and he was like, I didn't hear that he said he, he wanted it to be a friendship. I heard that they're all good and things are fine. And then I, I just sort of like switched in me and I just yeah. had to tell him exactly how I felt. And I think you can see me getting choked up about it. And it, it was just coming from a place of love. You were voicing what a lot of us at home were thinking. 100%. Um, how about those uh, those moments in the commitment ceremonies as well? Especially that first one was so intense with with Bob and Megan and George. That first one was literally when we were sat there. I remember sat there watching it, and it was like I was watching a proper TV program on like a, a TV. And then I, I had a surreal moment of like realization where I like. I like, looked around the room. I like, I'm in it. What the hell? Like, <laughs> that first one. Oh my god! I was just like, what? is going on. I don't think so we got intense. back from that until like one one in the morning. Yeah. That, oh. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Do you think it was right that Nikita was asked to leave? Can't really speak on any of that. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you're not allowed. Okay, that's fine. We've speculated on the podcast and I think maybe she bit somebody's ear off, but nobody <laughs> don't deny that, so and you're not either, so maybe I am right. <laughs> it's, it's interesting with you you're talking about the production, like just the hours that that go into it, like the extra mm. pressure that's put on a relationship, which is already you know it's in a it's in a pressure cooker yeah. just because of the time, but then the demands of making a TV show. Yeah, production were like amazing though. Some of the, some of the people that we met, like producers, directors, friends to life, friends to life like yeah. really amazing people. Yeah, they, they become because because you're in this situation without your family. You, we're pretty much strangers at first. Like everyone becomes like it's like a big family, family really. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we we were just chatting to Luke earlier, and he was saying sort of how close you all became throughout the process, and we could definitely see that. And that's yeah. what became really enjoyable for me to watch was when you could see that you'd all started really caring about each yeah. other. Are you still in touch with everyone? Uh, Bob's FaceTime about three times, no joke, about three times already today. <laughs> like, that's serious as well. <laughs> We've got you, um, got Megan and Bob staying with us next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we were very close with them throughout the process. Yeah. So, majority of them will stay in touch with, but yeah. like Luke, that's such a special person. He's amazing. Matt and Dan, that is yeah. unbelievable, definitely. Insane. Like, Matt and Dan, what you see is what you get. Yeah. So beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, it, it's been amazing to watch. With you talking about how, how, um, closely bonded with the production as well do you think they've prepared you well for like just how big the show has been like the fact that there's podcasts and so much social media engagement with it um it, it's i don't think you can ever prepare for no. like all, all the way through it we had no idea how big it was going to be like it's, it's pretty much a brand new format no one knew anything like you always think that it can be quite big or no it's such um, a weird intense situation and I always thought oh I'll be fine I don't care whatever but then it actually happens and you're like oh god this is a lot kind of thing so I think yeah Adam hit the nail on the head nothing can really prepare you for this for kind Ka Karen of 69 on Twitter giving you <laughs> random abuse <laughs> <laughs> yeah how do you feel like social media has treated you both in general has it been all right I feel like the women have got a lot of stick um like you've been getting it's sick all like middle-aged women and yeah. I'm just like you've got and most of them have kids and I'm just like imagine if someone was speaking to your daughter like that like it's just it's shocking like I'm all for like treat others how you want to be treated and these kind of people were just but yeah it's all of the the girls that have got so much stick whereas the boys have been let yeah. off I think yeah. but i'm not surprised because i mean i asked luke earlier about how morag had been treated online and i said you know nobody really had to go at ant for saying to alexis's face i just don't fancy you that was fine exactly. but for morag, yeah. you know and i really believe she has feelings for luke she was just trying to say she She's 100%. But the backlash against her, that was definitely sexism at play, wasn't it? It's, yeah. It, I feel, really feel for Morag, because we spent a lot of time with yeah. Luke and Morag. Like, they were genuine, there was no fakeness, they no. were both really trying to make it work. And that's why Morag is so honest, because she was so, she really did have feelings for Luke, and yeah. she was really trying to work through, you know, everything. 
to make their relationship stronger. But I really do feel for her with how much stick that she's getting and I just don't think it's right. Um, I wanted to say, yeah, that's been my experience is that it's really revealed to me how many angry men there are on Twitter who are happy and women just... as well though like the, the women are just as bad um, yeah but it also like again sort of with the production thing uh, it's something I asked Paul as well because the social media response to someone like Frankie has been really negative and you know yeah. we've been part of that we've had a lot of fun at Frankie's expense yeah sometimes it's been more more serious than that but we've obviously missed something or something hasn't been portrayed in the in the program because all the experts have been very complimentary of him. Marilise obviously wants to continue the relationship with him as things stand now. Yeah. What were your experiences with Frankie like? My initial thoughts when we met him at the Stag Do, very guarded, very like, standoffish. I didn't know where I stood with him at all. And then I remember at the first dinner party, like Frankie came in. And then I remember saying to Luke, I was like, I quite like Frankie now. He's a tough nut to crack, yeah, but yeah. he's he has he, he has got good he's, intentions, he's a, he, very good intentions. Yeah, and he's a very he's a very nice guy. Like he's just old fashioned in a sense as well. Yeah. And obviously being in the military, he's just a guarded person. But he is such a lovely guy and he's yeah. very supportive of everyone. He is he's very very caring. Care, very caring. Like he messages us mm. and like sort of sticks up for you if something's happening. And, yeah. Like he, I don't think his portrayal has been accurate yeah obviously there's that side to frankie as well like can't edit the way like his expressions and things but um his betrayal hasn't been 100 yeah. accurate like we, we've had loads of jokes and laughs with him and yeah and the fact the one thing i'd like to point out as well uh the fact that they keep showing that bit where it it, it was 100 out of order um where he told um Marilyn used not to speak over him, but they kept showing that, kept showing that. He was out of order, he apologised. Uh, yeah. Must have showed it about 20-odd times. Yeah. Like, for him to keep watching that, which he knew he made a mistake. Yeah. Like, it's just a bit brutal, isn't it? I think as well, Josh did the same thing with Amy in much, in much coarser language. I even did a poll on Twitter and people yeah. were much more offended by Frankie. And I don't know if it's because mm. he's older and maybe, but he seemed to really get a lot of stick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think people just had an opinion on him and then uh, it just wasn't going to change. What I want to get to next, homestays. So your initial feelings walking around Adam's house. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, when she, when she pulled up, she did actually say like the first thing that she said is that it does feel like home already. It, yeah, and it has such a nice feel. But the thing is, and this is, I've got a lot so much stick for this as well but we were having a laugh like we were like that is my personality like that's gotta go that's gotta go but I'm just like joking around like it's light-hearted fun well you weren't joking it has all gone <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that was different honestly Taya don't feel bad like y you had every right if you're gonna move into that house and you're 100%. gonna exactly you need yeah. to get rid of that shite table I'm with you <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just, it was the most hideous thing I've ever I've, seen. I've been getting loads of DMs about from lads saying that table is bang on. <laughs> but what, what I'd like to say as well, like for me, Taylor was moving from her life up to my life in Doncaster. Like the, the least of my worries is her changing the decor of the house. Like, I don't Can you even don't say care. now? how homely it yeah, is and 100%. that but we spend so much time at home just and it's just got such a nice feel when it's cosy so do miss the pool table <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> <it> gone? everything's <laughs> gone <laughs> you never even used the pool table no I don't it was a clothes hanger <laughs> what, about, what about your uh, your gaming room no that's the other room she's not touched I like how you picked up on the, the sword as well but it wasn't um, Longclaw from Game of Thrones it was a sealed a sealed sword from Lord of the Rings Big geek. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. This is what I realised. It's like I saw it, and I just instantly my mind went to Game of Thrones. But I was very happy that someone, a few people in the geek community, just yeah. gently corrected me on. <laughs> Geek, geek, nice. It turns out Adam's a geek. <laughs> <laughs> I have got a bit like a big geeky side to me. Me and my brother are huge Lord of the Rings fans. Oh, that's sweet. I like Great. that. <laughs> so going into. Um, as I say, we've got the reunion coming up. Obviously, we're not going to get any spoilers from you, but what what can we expect in general terms? Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you know, you know what you're going to get from me and Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but just boring. Been... yeah we're still in law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's nice to see. That's what the program yeah. is. Yeah. Like. Breath of fresh air. We need yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, we're not getting any spoilers here, Omar. <laughs> no spoilers here. I think you'll be shocked at some couples. I don't think there'll be any shocks. <gasps> yeah, true. <laughs> is it Luke and Morag? Do they split up? No, not not giving you anything. <laughs> not saying anyone's split up. Not saying anything. Uh, Who knows? Ooh. It'll be a good episode. All, all I said is I don't think you'll get any shocks. Oh, I mean that wasn't even subtle, Kelly. That was just straight out. Just tell us what. I don't do subtle. I'm Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, as I say, I think it's pretty obvious you've been the success story of the city. Well. I don't know, actually. I'm thinking of uh, Matt and Dan. It's you or Matt and Dan? <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. both of us. I think it, it's proof that this experiment works. Or, or a third option, uh, Adam and Dan in bed eating popcorn. That was- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Iconic moment. I we, love it. We did a load of filming that day as well. We were doing all these erratic dancing and stuff and it was brilliant I'm gutted we didn't show any of it I just remember coming back and being like what on earth is going on here with the popcorn literally all over the bed I was like brilliant that's going to be a comfortable sleep tonight <laughs> but it's obviously been a been uh a wonderful success for you both and you know it's and it's great to see like we said the drama is one thing but it's actually great to see some success stories in there and, and just see yeah. how quickly you've, you, you've bonded and built up an actual relationship it's amazing yeah thank you did you get your puppy i did she I was did. she's just gone with um basically we're at taylor's mum and dad's now we we came down to watch the final episode uh, with my parents as well um but obviously we didn't, didn't get work. to watch it <laughs> um, but my mum and dad have took our little river back with them so we're stay, staying down for a couple of nights what breed cockapoo oh she's She's You'll have to wait, wait to see her on, on Instagram. She's like she's honestly adorable. so cute. She's like a little bee, isn't she? Yeah. She's just she's the neatiest thing. <laughs> you know, um, you might think this that this dog chat might not make the edit, but it's actually the thing people care about the most. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've had so many messages saying, "Please show the puppy." <laughs> exactly, my fiance is going to be. Like, I wonder. She was saying, "I wonder what puppy they're going to get." Because I'm in sort of the same boat as you, Adam. Where we've moved in together, and it's like, "Oh, we need a new bathroom." It's like, "Well, what's what's wrong with that bathroom?" It's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a picture up to show you. Oh, fantastic. Uh, we need to get a dog. It's like, well, we, we've we've got a lot of, on our plate at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You could get a, the dog <laughs> distractor from the bathroom home improvement. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've got the good one. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, there yeah, we, oh that's fantastic. Oh, oh. Taylor puts a T-shirt <laughs> on her. <laughs> on her. looks like a little sailor in that one. <laughs> oh, gorgeous. So cute. But I think that's a great way to end the episode. Is uh, thank you so much, thank you so much for coming on. Thank and again, you, uh, it's been a real pleasure to watch watch your, your story and and you know wish you nothing but luck. Yeah, we're just over. It worked out for you. So yeah, amazing. We wish you all the luck and success in the future as well. Thank you so much, guys. Thank it was you so, so nice much. to speak to you all. Yeah, you too. Adam and Taylor are sickeningly lovely, aren't they? But they're really nice to talk to. Great to see their cat as well. And now on to our next guest, you already know. It's Bob, and it's exactly as you'd expect. Very entertaining. He even gives us a new poem. Enjoy. So the next guest on the Maths Lessons podcast, one of the biggest stars of this series, without a doubt. Got so much attention on social media, so much love from people. Bob, Yay! welcome. Welcome, Bob. <laughs> Actually, How are we doing, guys? Or do you want to be called Rob? No, just stick with Bob for the minute. I think everyone knows me as Bob, so we'll go with Bob. Brilliant. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for coming to chat to us. You guys, I'm more than happy to. More than happy to. What I want to start with is, is how have you found that social media response to you and just the public response in general? Because I imagine it's been overwhelming. Um, overwhelming in such a nice, positive way. Like, I didn't realise sort of how, how like, emotionally involved people have got with the show and it's so nice to see and i've literally had thousands of messages like of love support you know you get the odd negative one but 
it's been quite weird to take in, but I'm just really enjoying it. It's nice. It's a good feeling. I know. I feel like out of everybody on the cast, you've probably had the strongest positive response on social media, haven't you? Mm. Whereas Megan had a bit of a tough time, didn't she, with social media? Yeah. Yeah, she has better. Um, that's something that I don't feel is completely warranted. You know, it's, I understand, you know, we're all, you know, people are in, like, interested in the story um, and what's happening between us, but some of the stuff people have said to us just yeah, it's well too far just not needed but you know people are entitled to their opinion but when it starts getting too personal that's sort of where you've got to draw the line you know she's not a bad person in the slightest so to sort of hear and see you know her yeah. so much better than any of us watching at home mm. I mean, I think the biggest sort of arrow that was getting slung at her was that she was maybe just doing it to build up a following on social media. And was she there for the... Mm. Do you think she was there for the right reasons? Oh, 100%. Um, you know, she if she really wasn't, she could have chose to leave on that first week and the second week. Um, you know, but she wanted to be there for the right reasons. She tried to make it work. You know, she was she tried a lot of stuff which you obviously don't see on camera, but off, off you know off camera. You know, she tried being more tactile. You know, we literally had like was like we had like massages one night, where, you know, with the oils and stuff. So she really did make an effort on the intimacy side of things um, as well. And it just sort of got to that stage where we both knew it was maybe going more down with friends because we did have laughs together. We had literally so many laughs. You know, we danced around one night having a couple of drinks. I had, I had a microphone. She had a hairbrush. We were just like singing, like dancing around, you know. So, but I think it just, it got to a stage where we were like, do you know what? We are just friends. That next level just isn't there. And that's fine. You know, we're completely fine with that. And I feel like that's a good way that we've ended and we've got that experience together. When, so. uh, when you were singing into the hairbrush, it wasn't you're the one that I want again, was it? Oh, God, no. I, don't <laughs> ever, I do not ever want to sing that song again <laughs> in my life. Like, I honestly, just, oh, I can't even listen to that song. If, if it comes on, I'm just like, get off. Get off my radio, get off my TV, get off YouTube. Like, I can't deal with it. I can't hear it again. I'm never watching Grease. <laughs> I must admit, I felt a bit sorry for you in the in the salsa in the salsa lesson because I mean, were you in the Dominican Republic? I mean, it's hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was eight, like eight, nine, ten o'clock at night, and it's thirty-five degrees. It's like, yeah, and I didn't think it through. I've got like this orange jumper, and it's like when I was trying it on, I was like, oh, do you know, I look good. I'm going to look quite like you know a bit like exotic, and then all of a sudden, I was on the way to like do the lesson I was just like oh no and I could see it and I was like do you know what I'm just going to have to go with this because I'm just going to have to do it yeah but like it's the Dominican Republic who doesn't sweat when they're dancing <laughs> yeah and especially there's a slightly bigger folk it's definitely not <laughs> not ideal should have just been a plain black t-shirt would have been perfect for that <laughs> Do you think, in terms of the way you were both portrayed on the programme, do you wish a bit more of that had been shown of you and Megan having a having a laugh together? 100%. Um, but, you know, I understand why it wasn't. The reason is, is, the best thing is, they've got 20 episodes to get your story across. And unfortunately, our biggest story was obviously what happened between Megan and Jordan. So they needed... Everything has to make sense to the audience. Or, it's no, or there's no point. And if we're being really like positive, negative, then we're great. It just it confuses. So they have to sort of it has to suit and make the audience appreciate our story. But there were so many bits they couldn't they could have put in. But you know for that for that reason they just didn't. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen more of that side of thing. I totally understand what you're saying though. They've got your little mm -hmm. narrative arc that they have to stick to. But for you, was there a point where you thought personally, ah, I don't think Megan feels the same way I do. You know, um, that we didn't see, or was it the Jordan thing? No, do you know what? even after the Jordan thing, because that was something that I had to sort of, I had to go two ways. One of two ways, it was either I'm just going to be angry, annoyed, and then that's not going to help us try progress and be forward. So I took it, the approach of, look, I'm not obviously happy with what's happened. This is obviously off camera. I've gone, like when you saw me consoling her later, I went and had a chat with her and I said, look, let's, let's strip this back. You know, we've not known each other very long. You know, maybe we've not had the best start. But I think there's something there. And she's like, I do as well. She's like, it's just, it was a stupid mistake. I didn't want this all to happen. Um, so we had that conversation. And for us, you know, when we spent like that night, when we went back to our hotel, we got offered different rooms and um, different like rooms. And me and her just went back and she had loads of parcels, loads of clothes. And we just sat on the floor together 
going through her clothes, like, and you put that opening them up. And it was a nice little night. So from that moment, I thought there was a chance. Um, but the second commitment ceremony, like, I was obviously, we said yes. When she got grilled again about it, because again, yes, for the audience, that's the first time she's asked about it. But obviously during that whole week, it's brought up, it's mentioned, it's, see, that whole week was quite hard for her. But, you know, we went through that. And then when we were in a really good place, and then that question was asked, why do you have an affair? That, I think, just sort of spun her out a little bit. And it sort of took us straight back to square one. And I think from that, we then were like, do you know what, this is going to be, it's going to be an uphill struggle we think from here don't think we can come back from it and I feel like that was the moment that I was like you know what I think for both of our sake that's we got to call this we can't keep going through it mm-hmm. wow. that first commitment ceremony I mean it was incredible to watch and like you say the, mm. the production team have their own they want to produce something that's entertaining and it was undoubtedly entertaining but can you talk us through that that commitment ceremony like what was going through your head it seemed like you're just getting knockout punches left and right it's so mad because watching it back it was such a blur like I was like god did that happen did that happen wow it was like such a blur the whole thing was so when obviously I could sense it there was something going to happen because something wasn't quite right with when me and Megan when we arrived there and I was just like there's something not in the air there's something in the air and then when it was at the end and then he goes I've got something to say I had a bit of a gut feeling I was like oh, there's something is there something there and then when he's like me and, and Megan I was like I knew it I just and I had a feeling and then I was just like I felt just like a rush of emotion from anger like frustration you know upset confused humiliated because this is on national TV as well you know it's not just your mates in the pub this is that everyone in the country can see potentially the world when it goes out viewing in New Zealand in a couple of weeks and in Australia and stuff so it's you just feel and you don't know how you feel and it's like a full rush of information I've never felt that in my life it was like a mixture of everything all in one and I just done what I felt was right in the moment I tried to, I left the situation I couldn't just sit there like so I just sort of walked out and to sort of break down a little bit outside, but the guy's great. Obviously, all coming out, get getting around me and that. So, yeah, it was pretty um, intense. Talking to talking to Paul previously, and he mentioned it again uh, when we've spoken to him today for a second time. There was a moment when you got up and walked towards Jordan. It was to shake his hand and you know try and put things to bed. But he was he was thinking, where's security? <laughs> you know, was, mm. it, was there ever a point? I mean, obviously, we don't know you. We've seen you from from a team mm. program you don't seem like the kind of person who would ever you know uh pursue <laughs> violence but was it did that flash no. through your mind you sort of think then you're like how like oh you're angry like, i'm angry like in that moment i'm fuming like you're just feeling like but ultimately i think you've got to be rational you've got to think properly and in that moment i was like you know what? if he didn't say anything and they both stayed and then they pursued it behind my back we could have had a different story but I did actually respect the fact he did want to bring it up and he did want to mention it because then it meant then I was clear and I knew what was going to happen. So I did respect him for that. You know, I think Megan would have preferred it if she could have spoke to me and told me. But, you know, for one reason or another, she couldn't. So that was, in that moment, I felt it was the right thing to do. And, you know, subsequently, like, I can't imagine you, you, we've spoken to Adam today and he says you've you've been FaceTiming him like three times today already. <laughs> so you're obviously, uh, you know, in good, in good contact with a lot of people. I literally, I was on FaceTime to him just before I had this. I come off FaceTime to speak to you guys. Oh, great. Um, mm. What's the relationship with Jordan like now? Don't speak. Right. Good. That's it. Yay. You know, <laughs> we're... You know, we're we're in a group chat. The guys are all in a group chat together. Um, and, yeah, I'm not going to be calling them up anytime soon. You know, he's not going to be calling me up anytime soon. We don't need that. You know, he's, he's not someone... You know, if we cross paths, I say hello. Like, you know, I've got, there's no... We're not mates. You know, I don't I don't hate the bloke, but I wouldn't say he's a mate. That's sort of where we're at. Just sort of floating. Just in the middle. In the air. And how do you feel about Megan now? Do you know what? I, I almost said I love Meg, love her, but I didn't mean it in that sense. I literally, we we can both see why we were paired together, like why we were matched. We get on like a house on fire. Like there's no question. We have the same personality. We care about each other. Um, I was on FaceTime with her today for about an hour this morning. 
So we speak, you know, not every day, but every other day. We talk about the episodes. We talk about what you know we went through, and it's nice. And yeah, so it's good. To, we are on a really good basis because we went through this experience together, still, you know. And it was we still got married at the end of the day, you know. We had the whole wedding day. Our families were there, and we've got that respect of each other that we've been through this together. If and she knows, and we've said this to each other so much. We're at the we're at the other end of the phone. We're always there for each other to speak to, call, and. I'm glad we're at that basis. That is lovely to hear that. And like you say, I think mm. I sometimes forget that you do go through that wedding day together, that your families have met and you're kind of intertwined that way forever, even if the marriage mm. doesn't work. Um, are you single now? I am... <laughs> I am... Yeah... Yeah, I'd say oh, no. yeah. <laughs> tell us the truth. Oh. Was that silence? No, I'm, so I'm sort of seeing someone. Yeah, uh, just sort of seeing how it's going for the minute. It's difficult because she's not in this world at all. She's just a normal person, really grounded, like mature, lovely. But we're just sort of seeing what's happening. It's it's a weird experience. So I don't know how serious it is or how serious it's going to get, but. There's something there, should I say. It's just, there's something. Well, I imagine it's a very unique experience because the attention you must be getting, you know, from women now, like there's, I've seen just on, on our, on our Twitter that the number of people who want to, want to marry you and other stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I've seen a few things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not going into that, but I've had some messages. I can tell you. What was the most shocking message you got? Oh, God. There was one woman who, uh, I, I can't remember her name, but I just couldn't even bring myself to reply to it. It was a message basically saying, if you tell me now, I will leave my husband <gasps> of like 26 years and my kids. I will leave them to be with you if you oh said the word right now. Oh. And I was like... <laughs> Oh my in God. what world would you think that you like I would turn around and go do you know what don't remember <laughs> like in what world <laughs> but a, a lot of the messages I do get are just very much like I know you're probably never going to read this but I just want to say you're lovely you're kind you're everything a woman would want you know everything so there's so much like love that I've got in nice ways just a few weird messages but (laughs) (laughs) the kind of expect that you don't strike me as this kind of guy anyway but i imagine if you wanted to up your numbers that you were talking about on the lads day out you could easily do that i I mean it's one of those like you know it's i wouldn't go out and actively pursue and be like so i'm in london this weekend who wants to meet and just go right monday tick monday 9 p.m monday 10 p.m like no, just that's not me at all. But like, I wouldn't just do that. I couldn't like I find that very weird. Just sort of meeting up with someone and just being like, "Oh, are you all right? Yeah, just go." Like just especially because then that like it's it's a different way of looking at things now as well because you've got to think about what actually pe- are people's intentions. Are people talking to you because they actually like you, or are they talking to you because they want something? So it's really w- a bit of a hard way to look at it because I'm such an open book normally. So to sort of now really second guess everything that whenever someone meets you or talks to you is quite weird aside from that about the uh about the extra layer of you know whether people are interested in you or just you know your your fame if you like um how do you think the process has changed you if it if it has at all okay so i'd say the most important thing i think is just to sort of respect and love myself a bit more i think one thing i didn't is I I went in with quite low, really low self esteem and I was just like I put since you can tell since I went in I put Megan up like this on a pedestal miles above me and I was like I've got to do everything to make this work and I sort of lost lost myself a little bit and I just feel like since I've been out if someone tell if someone tells you something enough times you start to believe it and with the amount of beautiful lovely messages I've been told that like, you are enough you are great you are positive it's great that you cry it's you know it's you show your emotion and you start to believe it so i'm a lot more confident sort of in myself and with who i am because of all the love and messages from fans from people sending messages so that's something i've definitely learned from that and that's more not just from the show but actually from just the fans and the people watching it and then people then understand that just that one message that they send can really make a difference you know i don't get to reply to every single one of them you know i try to do when i can but unfortunately now it's just relentless so 
when I do catch messages, though, it really does help and it really does mean a lot to me when people do. So I want people to know that, like, ultimately, because uh, it's so nice. I really do appreciate oh, it's it. It's nice to hear, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, very, very much so. Um, yeah, because I think there was that perception of you probably early on that you were just trying so hard that everyone looked mm. and you you wanted to make it work. And, you know, handstands in the pool, just <laughs> just everything. You were, you were trying so hard and that... Mm. That wasn't Megan's kind of style, if you like, you know, the, mm. the, the things you were doing. Yeah. But, but so many people loved that. Like when I put on mm. Twitter with you playing about with your food at the dinner party, it got... Because <laughs> see you putting your head in your hands now for the listener. Um, mm. Do you look back at that stuff and think, I can see what people are getting at about me being a bit goofy, for want of a better word? 100%, million percent, of course I can. Like... <laughs> it's like I even uh, this is what I mean I forgot about all of this stuff like until I watched it again literally I don't remember doing the handstands in the pool and like, I remember doing like my little walking over with the cocktails being like hey rubber the chains you know all this stuff <laughs> but I, I remember all that but then like the cringiest bit is when I saw myself with the meat at the dinner table <laughs> and literally Oh my god! I was like, I I remember like now now I look back because me and Adam had a bit of a food fight. So really like just yeah because that's what grown men do who've just got married and their wives and sat next to them, of course. Um, and yeah, and then I just looked and saw Megan's face and I was like, oh no! And yeah, I can completely understand why people would be like, mate, you're trying a bit too hard. But what people also need to realise is it's not a normal situation, you know. Every, all of your normal situation goes out the window. You've got 20 cameras in your face constantly. You know, you feel like you are a bit more goofy. I'm no one. Like, I get a bit, when I'm nervous, I just go into full Bob mode. You know, I get a bit weird and wonderful. Is why, that's what my nan says, weird and wonderful. So I'm just using that. But yeah, I can 100% see where people would think that. Million, million percent. But do you think what you've, what you've learned is that you don't need to change that, but that you'll just be happy doing that? And if someone likes it, great. And if they don't... Really? Yeah, Megan didn't try to change me in any way. That, that's something that needs to be clear. I've like, never tried to. She was always just... It's just unfortunate that the way that I was isn't for her, you know, on a romantic level. Friendship level she finds me hilarious she won't she won't tell you that she won't tell you that she won't admit she finds me funny right <laughs> if you ever get if you ever get a chance to speak to her she finds me absolutely hilarious i had her in stitches all the time all the time but <laughs> uh, you know so now i'm i'm now you know if someone doesn't like me doing handstands at the bike or that's not their sort of thing or they're embarrassed by it fine like let that be i'm, I'm not bothered how do you think the the poem went down do you know what? Which one? Because there was, there was, there was, there's, there's, there's two, there was, uh, I've done another poem on the honeymoon, which they didn't show, thank God. It was at our dinner party. Uh, so not a dinner party, on the honeymoon, we had a romantic dinner on the last night, which they didn't show. And um, in that, I wrote a little poem as well. And I was just like, I can't even remember it, but it was something like, I've said to myself, if we got this far, that I would take my wife back to my yard. I don't know, it was something like fucking <laughs> truth. <laughs> something like mental. But, um, and it was really fun. Oh, I mean, like, so yesterday, I actually put on my blazer that I wore at the commitment ceremony, right? I, like, it's the first time I've worn it since. And I literally went in my inside pocket. I was like, what the hell is that? Pulled it out. And it was the, the poem I wrote to finish my marriage with Regan. And I was on the phone to Adam, shock. I was on the video, I was on FaceTime to Adam as I'd done it. And I was like, mate, listen to this. And I read it back out to him. <laughs> oh, I was like mental. I just couldn't believe it. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm just sometimes as well, like if I'm put in a position where I know it's going to be awkward, if I just prepare something, then I know I can get out what I want to say. But sometimes I don't articulate myself in the best way. So I knew if I write a poem, I can do it. A little bit dramatic, I understand with the beautiful woman and that I truly believe. But I think it's over now, Megan. It's time that we leave like that was just a little bit dramatic i didn't need to do that i guess but i thought it was a great way to end it I, exactly i think it was the classic bob way to to go out mm. um and it was nice, it was nice actually after all that drama that you did go out on that you and megan both went out on on your own terms and and having you know having a friendship and respect respect for each other mm. because it, obviously they can engineer some drama uh the producers if they want but having it come round to to a, a nice satisfying ending is, is much more wholesome i think yeah and that's one thing i'm glad that they did get across 
Um, you know, it, we didn't have the easiest journey in there. That's obvious. People can see that, you know. And the days are draining some days. You know, you're there sometimes you're, you're working or not working, but you're filming for like 12, 13 hours, you know, on like these dinner party days. You know, you're up at getting ready at eight o'clock in the morning for a dinner party that's at six, seven o'clock at night. You know, so these days you're with this person all day, every day. Like people underestimate this. Like, I mean, you can't just go out for a walk together. You know, we're in, we're in the middle of a pandemic sort of thing. So you're sort of kept in the bubble because if one of us got COVID, that ruins the whole thing, you know? So you were literally in a room together sometimes for six, seven hours, just you two, just sitting there, you know? And with then the intense, the intensity of trying to make something work with someone because you, that's what you've done. You've joined this because you, you want to make your marriage work. So it was all really, really intense. But I think I'm really glad it ended on the way it did. We got to end it in our way of we're happy, we're good. We know it's just not right. We've tried, it's not right. We're very mindful of your time and we appreciate you giving us mm. so much today. I've just got two two questions left. We've got the reunion coming up in a, in a couple of days. Obviously, without giving us any spoilers, we've heard that there are a lot of fireworks. What what In broad terms, what can we expect? Uh, yeah, just imagine one of the dinner parties, but... Tone back a little bit, but you are going to get, you're just going to see some couples implode. Like, ones you just don't even, you don't even, like, we didn't even know. I didn't even realise. And yeah, you just, that's, so you, you just think like, what is this actually happening? Like, isn't that, wow. And I was, because like, at the same time, I'm like, we're, I'm investing in all these guys. So I'm watching them now on TV. Uh, obviously, I've left the process. So it's like, in on what's on TV. So I'm there like, Oh my god! Did he actually say that to me? No, he didn't. Oh my god! Did it all like texting him, and I'm like, guys, oh my god! Like, so yeah, it's 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 what the whole series has been like already. That's the way to look at it. <laughs> Just expect some absolute bombshells. Well, we definitely want more of that than mm. definitely. So the final thing is, there's been a lot of memes. I mean, I've contributed to this with you crying. <laughs> Love it. So. Love it. What I want to ask you is for w one moment from the series where you just laughed, what was the funniest moment for you in the whole series? Not including myself, all right, because I know that there's a lot of those. Um, it would be, there's so many. I could think about it. Um, oh, God. That's actually really, that's such a hard question. My funniest part of me. To be fair, oh my God, right? So actually it's back, it was actually back on the stag do and it was when sort of me and Adam first met, right? And literally, you, could, you know, they didn't really come across and he came down and like, so I was the first one in actually on the stag do and you don't see it. So I was actually stood there on my own just sort of like, oh, um, okay, I'll just get a bit and I started to narrate what I was doing. And I was just like, and then I shouted over to the producer, I'm like, oh, do you guys want me to sit here? Or, and no one spoke back to me. And I'm just sort of stood there like, okay, um, I'll just sit down, right? Like really awkward, I had a beer. And then obviously the people started coming down. Frankie came down and then Adam came down. Third. No, was it Adam? Luke or Adam did. And then when I finally met Adam, we were sort of stood in an up. So someone was talking and me and Ads just clocked eyes and both just started to laugh. Like, and we're like just getting the giggles a bit. And it's like people, like these guys are just like admitting that, you know, I've been in bad relationships. That, and me and him just turned into like two little schoolboys. <laughs> we were just like, and then it's like people were literally talking and then at one stage it was I was it was me Luke then Adam and me and like Luke was just talking and me and Adam were just making eye contact because we're stood like there and you can see both of our lips just quivering like <laughs> literally going like oh my god we're about to just and yeah it was just it was so funny to us like maybe not to anyone else but to us it was hilarious but that's where our sort of our, our friendship really started but it was just hilarious that sounds like the sense of humor of two fellas who'd throw food at each other at dinner party. yeah like, yeah there's, there's that and the only other one is like this again didn't make camera but me and adam uh, filmed a scene like filmed a uh to call it scene but filmed a we wanted to go have a chat so we had a chat they film it whilst we were waiting for them to set the camera out, we were just talking about our favorite films and we both said the hangover there's actually a video of us singing it i think on my instagram and uh, we were like talking about a song in the hangover and it was like the tiger song when they're in the bath waiting for the tiger to pass out. And we're like, what do tigers dream of? And then out of nothing, he just went, when we took a little tiger snoop. And we looked at each other and just, this is out in the, like, in the road, like where we were filming, and we just burst into song. 
just literally were like singing this made up song from a TV thing yeah. from a film and we were just like the whole song and it was just crazy like that was a fun, hilarious moment as well that is a proper bromance singing together yeah <laughs> well and Megan sorry last thing I've, I've, I've got me talking now the last thing as well Megan developed this thing of scaring me because I'm really jumpy right and she kept every day just making me jump and she would find it hilarious it's not funny for me no, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm jumped. But she would find it absolutely hilarious. So, yeah, if she doesn't say that, but if you guys speak to her, then she's lying. But she found that hilarious. Um, well, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Bob. You're obviously somebody who can have a laugh at yourself and you've been very open mm-hmm. like, through the whole process and, and with us today. It's like, it's really good to talk to you. I know listeners really wanted to hear that. So, thank you. Amazing. Thank you. No, guys, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Pleasure meeting you guys. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Bob was fantastic, wasn't he? I told you he'd be exactly as you'd want him to be. Um, So we hope you enjoyed the episode. Myself, Cy and Kelly will be back next Friday with our normal episode, covering everything from the whole series, the reunion episode. Uh, If you've enjoyed, then please leave us a five-star rating and review. Thank you very much. Bye. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.